0: what's up hey welcome back to the blues library podcast i'm ashley and i'm joined by my lovely co-host lexi hello and today we're gonna talk about some books like always every episode man (laughs) (laughs) i know it's like it's (laughs) new all right spoiler warnings um
1: This is not spoiler free. I apologize. Uh, We are trying to not spoil the current reads. We'll see how that goes this week. It's a work in progress. Um, Yes. (laughs) But we we cannot promise to not spoil the rest of the off-campus series or the Briar U series. Um, Sorry, just not going to happen. If you haven't read the rest of the series, feel free to join us when you have. Um, We'll try to keep it only to this book but again no promises trigger warnings there is addiction in this book so if that bugs you in any way or causes any problems for you kindly leave now we will not hold it against you and the book we are going to be talking about today is the mistake by l kennedy it is book two in the off-campus series it's a great series oh my gosh it's my favorite
0: all right let's hit our quote-unquote (laughs) brief synopsis john logan is living up his last year of college um. Oh my god, that's totally wrong. John Logan is living up after he, their team won. What? This is so wrong. Okay. <laughs>
1: You're making it sound like he died. I know, this is weird. I was like, what are you talking about? I didn't see what you had actually written. <laughs>
0: Okay, okay. Try again. Take 2. John Logan is living up the last few weeks of his junior year of college after his team won the Frozen 4. He made a deal with his brother Jeff that Jeff would stay in their hometown and run the garage their dad owned and take care of their alcoholic father while John goes to college and then they would switch for 4 years. So at the end of his junior year, Logan has a crush on Hannah, his best friend, Garrett's girlfriend. Logan's Ooh. trying to smash his way out of the feelings By Smashing randoms, and he meets Grace. Grace is a freshman, and her friend Ramona is trying to smash Dean, Logan's friend. Grace spent freshman year super timid and shy, and she's a virgin when she meets Logan. When they first meet, they're giving each other hand sexuals, and Logan gets to the finish line and grace doesn't logan leaves and he realizes that grace did an orgasm so he goes to her dorm and basically just gives her an orgasm woohoo after the first night when logan comes and leaves without grace finishing grace tells ramona but ramona doesn't believe her that it happened after the second time when grace rides logan's wonderful face grace tells ramona what happened While they're at dinner with Ramona's friends, and all of her friends and Ramona tell Grace that they don't believe her. On Grace's birthday, she and Ramona run into Logan and Dean at the movies, and Logan and Grace sneak out to a closet and things get a little (laughs) handsy. (laughs) Woohoo! That was such a good pun. Okay, one of the puck Bunnies, Piper, has been after Logan for a while, but he keeps turning her down. Piper's sister is one of Ramona's friends, and Piper is tweeting about how a freshman is going around telling people she got with Logan and that she's lying. When Logan finds out, he goes to the dining hall where Grace is and kisses her in front of everyone, effectively putting the rumors to rest. Grace decides she wants to give her B-card to Logan, and Logan decides he needs to not use Grace as a distraction for his feelings for Hannah. When they're making out, and Grace tells Logan that she's a virgin, she asks if that's okay, And Logan said, it's fine, but this isn't okay. Going on to explain that he's been using her as a distraction for his feelings for his best friend's girlfriend. Grace kicks him out and tells Ramona what happened. Logan gets home and Hannah confronts him about acting weird. And they find out that Logan doesn't like Hannah. He likes the idea of a relationship. Logan realizes he screwed up with Grace and he tries to talk to her. Ramona sends Logan a text and propositions him. And Logan screenshots it and sends it to Grace. Grace gets hella mad, as she should, and basically breaks up with Ramona friendship-wise and leaves to visit her mom in France for three months. When she comes back, Logan keeps asking her on dates and she refuses. Ramona and Grace decide to take the long way back to being friends, going super-duper slow. Grace says she'll go on a date with Logan if he completes a list of six things to show how much he wants to date Grace. After the list is completed... They're dating and it's super cute. They end up smashing. Also super cute. Also, she gives him a blowjob and there's a (laughs) quote unquote prostate massage thing happening. (laughs) I can't even say it without laughing. Okay. Anyway, when Logan goes to help his dad one night because his brother's in the ER with his girlfriend. Don't worry. She's okay. She just had to have stitches. And Logan freaks out because he sees his future for the next four years. He goes to pick up Grace from her dad's house after dealing with his own dad, and she's already left. When Grace's dad sees him, he asks if he's okay, and Logan breaks down. Mm -hmm. Grace's dad tells Grace to check on him, and when she does, they end up arguing about the future, and Grace says, I love you, you stupid jackass, before leaving. (laughs) It's the best quote in this whole fucking book. Uh, Logan realizes he messed up and needs to do a cute grand gesture to get her back. She goes to work at the switchboard person as the switchboard person at the campus radio station. And Logan calls in asking for advice on how to get back the girl he's in love with. And it's super adorable. Logan's dad asks Jeff and Logan back to his house where he tells them that he is going back to rehab and he doesn't want his sons to throw their lives away for him. After Logan's coach went to his house and talked to him about Logan not entering the draft because he's taking care of his dad after. The epilogue is super, duper cute and Logan and Garrett get to play on the Bruins together. The end. <laughs> All right, Lexi, tell me what your face looks like.
1: <laughs> well, I hope it's super cute. Ah, uh, no, just kidding.
0: Um, I did
1: one of my eyes blue because you know Grace makes Logan go through this list of things to just agree to a date. So I did it blue for the red or red roses for the blue roses. Uh, just did one color, one dark blue, and then because I looked up. Like pictures of blue roses to try and match the color properly. Um, I saw a really pretty picture of sparkly blue roses and I'm like it wouldn't be me if I didn't add sparkles in here so we're doing it. (laughs) Also on that list and I did look up this word just to make sure I'm pronouncing it properly. This is going to be the fancy way. Uh, One of the er, things was a, a photo shoot on a red Shay's Lounge. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, it's okay, everybody. I I know so many people who say it so many different ways, but whatever. We're moving on from that. Um, so it's red, and then again, sparkles, cause who doesn't love sparkles? Uh, and that's pretty much that. That's it.
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I totally <laughs> forgot what my eyes look like. Okay, so <laughs> one of my eyes is I decided to go kind of the same route as Lexi, do the blue roses. But I did a middle cut crease. So, like, the middle of my eye is like a really light blue, sparkly. The inner corner and the outer corner are like a dark blue. I decided to forego the eyeliner because that felt like a lot of work. (laughs) Um, And I have found, or yes, I have foundation on, but not on my eyes. I have mascara. Next, um, on my other eye, I did like red lips because. In the poem that Logan <laughs> creates for Grace, she, he, he references her lips and says there is are red as, like, uh, what car is it? It's some sort of car. I will look it up right now. Because <laughs> it's so funny. But there's, like, I did a neutral eye and then, like, red lips. And they look like shit. But I was going to have my boyfriend put red lipstick on and kiss my eye. And then I felt like that was weird. So I did it the worst part is about that poem is he
1: tried so fucking hard and it was like it was very sweet but like cutlass cutlass cutlass
0: Cutlass. it's a A red cutlass a cherry red cutlass my favorite
1: part too was when tucker was like you should have compared them to cherries (laughs) i know and then garrett texting hannah everything that they're saying oh my god
0: dude they're so funny oh logan is just hilarious man he is let's discuss the book how'd you feel about logan thinking he was in love with hannah and then again when he talked with hannah and found out he wanted what hannah and garrett have i thought it was freaking funny that he thought nobody knew
1: I know everybody knew. Hannah's all like worried about it, and then Garrett's telling her, "Ah, he'll get over it. It'll be fine." (laughs) And then finally, when Hannah was like, "All right, no, we're gonna we're gonna face this problem head on." Uh, I thought it was funny. (laughs) What did you think? Funny,
0: but I thought it was like maybe this is just me. I thought it was kind of unrealistic because. If you like someone, usually you like them. You don't like them because you like their relationship. Does that make sense? Like, I don't think I've ever had that happen. And it's the only time that I've read it happen. But
1: he's he's not used to relationships. He doesn't understand. So I understood. He got it confused because he didn't quite realize. Yeah. You know, because he's never... let's. He's never been in a relationship. He just fucks around. And it's
0: very cute. I thought it was very cute how it like went about doing that. But like, I just thought it was weird.
1: I know. I thought it was funny. But then also, I thought it was very cute when Hannah sat down with him and they were talking and then she like was like, no, you don't want me. You want me and Garrett. And he's like,
0: "Uh, you're
1: (laughs) suggesting a threesome with you and my best friend. That was so funny. uh,
0: First time I read that and I got to that part, I was like, oh, and he just hurt Grace. (laughs) I know. I was like, you couldn't have had this conversation yesterday right (laughs) all right
1: what are your thoughts on the first meeting between logan and grace are you (laughs) referencing the party or i guess okay the
0: second one like when he actually remembers i thought it was super funny um also it was super similar to another book that i read but we'll get to that um God, it was so adorable and like Logan he just makes friends everywhere like when he makes friends with what's his name Morris that was so <laughs> funny he just shows up to declare his intentions and then they're like family that was so funny <laughs> <laughs> when she realizes that Loris was a mix
1: between Logan and Loris with the family name that was so funny oh my god Logan is just that person that everybody loves.
0: <laughs> I know, I loved it. It was so funny. Uh, but um, as far as like the whole hand situation, I <laughs> thought it was like I thought it was so relatable because like, uh, did you did you finish or something like that? And she goes, "Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, bye, bye." My favorite part is later when they're in the kitchen and he asks Dean, and Dean was like, uh, I don't think I heard you right. And then later when they're, like, all as a team watching the tryouts, Dean brings up, like, how you know what a girlfriend is. I thought oh. that was so funny. I was like, this is hilarious. Oh, my gosh. And I thought it was so funny when Logan was like, I mean, I know that a lot of girls fake it, but I think I speak for most of the male population when I say, I don't think they fake it with me, okay?
1: <laughs> My favorite part was the first time I had read that, I was not expecting it to go the way it went, where they sat and watched Die Hard for <laughs> for a while, and then that's all that they did. I was like, what? I was just expecting a lot more, especially with
0: Logan. <laughs> Very true, but oh. I thought it was sweet that they went a little bit slower, mm-hmm. especially with the whole virgin thing.
1: I like that though. even when he didn't know, he didn't try and, like, pressure her and make her feel like she had to.
0: Yes, I That agree. made me happy. Do you agree with the fact that Logan thinks he has no other options than to run his dad's business? No. Oh, I agree. Look, Thank God we're on the same page. Yeah. Place. I, I, I was like okay I'm just gonna go for it hopefully
1: here's my thing your life is your life mm-hmm. I get family is important and yes it sucks that they're going through what they're going through with their dad however it is not Logan or Jeff's responsibility to take care of his dad's business because his dad is making the decision to He's had enough opportunities where he's made the decision not to go to rehab, not to do this until the very end. Right. Yeah. Well, I understand with addiction, there is a point where, you you know, you don't know and you you need somebody to push that help on you. And I fully get that. But I also do agree with the fact that there is still you can't help somebody unless they want help. So mm-hmm. they have to make the decision. And so I felt like it was. He was just throwing his life away and it made me so mad because me I was too. like, first of all, your dad, every time you do talk to him, he's like, well, my, our dad's never hit us or he's not horrible to us. I'm like, no, he's horrible to you. Every goddamn time we've had an interaction with you and your dad, he's fucking horrible to you.
0: Yeah. Oh, it made me mad. So like, it made me like tear up when he goes to help his dad when Jeff is in the hospital with his girlfriend and He's like, oh, I can't have your mom see you this. Like, I don't want to wake up Johnny. Like, um," and he's like, Jeff is a fucking saint. And Mm -hmm. I totally agree. Like, and Kylie is a saint too. Like his girlfriend, like understanding and helping. Like, I was like, this is such a shitty situation. And I totally understand like the thought process. But like, I was still upset with it because I was like, it's not your job to babysit your parents.
1: It's not your job to babysit, obviously, unless you have a child that's under the age of 18. It is not your responsibility to take on the actions and the decisions somebody else makes. I'm sorry. Take this from somebody who's had their own business. If I'm not able to run the business anymore, I'm not going to push it on somebody else. Nobody else should have to take the responsibility to run my business for me. I agree. Sell it or hire somebody outside of the family that can take care of it. Because first of all, here's the first thing. Business and family never, never work. Yes. Ever. Or friends and family. So that's just already going to end badly. But it just, I was like, dude, it's not your responsibility. Your dad opened up the business. If he can't take care of it, then you either need to sell it and use that money to get him into a good rehab that won't just send him back out on his way Mm -hmm. until he's ready. Or you need to hire somebody.
0: Yeah, like, don't put your life on hold for this.
1: Especially when, like, because you know he, like, wants nothing more than to play in the NHL. And that, like, was the most heartbreaking part of
0: that. Oh, yeah. I thought it also brought up a really interesting part of a relationship where you don't have to agree with every decision that your partner makes. Mm -hmm. Makes. You just have to support them in their decisions. So yeah. like, Logan doesn't agree with Grace being friends with Ramona, but he still supports her when Ramona needs help.
1: Yeah. And
0: when Grace doesn't support or doesn't agree with him taking care of his dad and not entering the NHL draft and like all of those things, but she still supports him because anytime he needs help, like especially at the end when his Dad wants to meet with them. She's like, I'll come with you so that we can Mm -hmm. talk in the car afterwards. Like, it's supporting each other no matter what, whether or not you agree with their decision.
1: Yeah. It's being able to take a step back and go, I love this person. I'm going to be here for them. What did you think of Ramona after we found out that she sent the text, and I will quote the text here in a second, to Logan after they broke up? And the text says... Hey, this is Ramona. Just heard what happened with you and Grace. Need me to come over and
0: comfort you? I agree. Winky face. You have to. A winky, face. A winky, winky face. face. Winky
1: face. Winky face. Sorry. Winky face.
0: You can't see me right now, listeners, but like I'm flipping off Lexi because yeah, that's how I feel about Ramona. And yeah. like, fuck this bitch. Okay, that is so shitty and I had a really hard time with Grace's decision to still be friends with her she's like I'm not going to throw away 13 years and I absolutely hate that mindset because if someone is toxic and someone is no longer working for you you need to leave whether that's a friendship or a relationship okay no matter how much time has been invested if you are in a relationship for 10 years or 10 days if it's not working you need to leave
1: time doesn't mean a fucking thing.
0: Agreed. And so that I had like a really hard time for that. What about you?
1: I it pissed me off. And I'm not going to lie, the first time I read it, I was a little nervous that like thinking Logan may potentially agree. And then like when I scrolled to the next page cuz I read it the first time on Kindle Unlimited, And then I had seen that he sent it to Grace and I was like, finally, somebody who's not going to just hide it because it's Grace's best friend. Like, yes, he was like, hey, no, you need to see this. This person does not have your best interests at heart. And because Ashley kind of touched on the next question that which was, do you agree with the way, way Grace handled the forgiving of Ramona? I, you know, being somebody who has forgiven people for wronging me too much, I understand her thought process behind it of, well, she's been here for so long and yada, yada, yada. But it's like what Ashley said, if somebody's not working out for you, doesn't matter. You get rid of them. But I do also like that she didn't just jump right back in to being mm-hmm. best friends. It was a slow like, hey, we're doing this at my pace and what I feel comfortable with. But I also feel like her mom, her mom said something when she was visiting in Te- or not Texas, Paris. France? <laughs> <laughs> when she was in Paris with her mom. Um, And her mom was like, well, Ramona's always been kind of selfish, but you've been friends for so long and she's always been your biggest supporter. And I'm kind of like, I'm sorry, but that text just doesn't matter. She's always been your biggest supporter. She knew how Grace felt about Logan. Mm -hmm. Like Grace sat there sobbing and she still said this while her best friend sobbing. Like I was just kind of like, "Mm, you know, your mom pointing out she's always been a little selfish. That's probably should be a little bit of an eye opener. Yes. But, yeah, okay, that's, that's what I have to say. Otherwise, I'm going to go on a three-hour-long rant. Right. I'm getting heated already.
0: <laughs> okay, what are your thoughts on the list of things Grace wanted Logan to do before she agreed to go out with him? First of all, good for her. Yes.
1: <laughs> like, I love that she had, uh, when she came back from Paris, she was like, this is sophomore Grace and all this other <laughs> stuff. And then I loved the list. But more than that... I love how serious Logan took doing the list. He did everything on. He tried his hardest. And even if it didn't work out like the poem, it wasn't great. He still did everything in his power to complete that list. That is how bad he wanted that date. And I fucking loved it. I thought it was the funniest thing, too.
0: I thought it was so great. And it like. I thought they were so great together and, like, the whole situation was phenomenal. Um, The list cracked me up because, like, it's such a great idea because, one, who the fuck is going to complete a list of things that crazy and, like, just be okay with that? But, like, at the same time, he tries so hard, I mean, puts his all into it, because he wants the date with Grace, he wants Grace, and I thought it was so sweet,
1: oh my gosh, it was just the best part, okay, now probably the most important question, (laughs) (laughs) who wins, Grace or Logan, so football versus hockey, Ashley,
0: (laughs) what do you think, okay, I have to say hockey, okay, (laughs) because, Football is so boring to watch, okay? It's boring to play. It's boring to be around. Like, that being said, (laughs) football players can get it, okay? But, (laughs) no, uh, Logan wins 1,000%. Yeah,
1: I, obviously, everybody already knows that I'm going to go with Logan. Hockey 100%. Wait, but one second. You said something in there. Elaborate for our lovely listeners. You said playing
0: hockey are playing football is boring. Yeah, so um, in high school, I was the football kicker for my football team for two years. Because she's fucking amazing. Yeah, well, I play soccer, so like I can kick the shit out of basically anything. But you were
1: so good at soccer and kicking the shit out of anything that you were picked for the football team. Weren't you the first female kicker, too? Yes, I was. Yep.
0: Yeah. I, and just, then, sorry, I just
1: wanted to make sure everybody knew how how amazing you are, so
0: Well, um, I feel uncomfortable with this. So let's move on. <laughs> All right, Lexi, what are you currently reading? So I finished A Kiss to
1: Conquer by Anna B. Doe. Be completely honest. Uh, because our recording schedule is a little messed up, this was a little longer than a week ago. I don't remember much. Um uh, well, you finished it. <laughs> I did finish it. <laughs> Um, I think it had to do, it was like they were friends or something when they were younger, neighbors possibly, and then they went to college or whatever. Um, playing with Fire, uh, this one actually was very, very sad. This one was a, I don't know, it was kind of more along the lines of like a bad boy one. Uh, then obviously it did Our Violent Ends hey, by wait, Chloe Wait, wait, Dong.
0: LJ Shen, did you like the writing style? That yeah, was good. Because this book that I need to read is by LJ Shen. So I'm like. Okay.
1: Read it. Read it. And then let me know if the book itself is good. So then okay. I did Our Violent Ends by Chloe Gong for that one. It wasn't actually as bad because there weren't as many bugs.
0: Very true. But I still cried at the end.
1: <clears throat> oh my gosh. I was still so <laughs> mad, even though I knew what was going to happen. I then know. I finally, finally. The Until and then the Until Him, Until Her series. I finally read the one book that made me want to read it. it was Until Harmony by Aurora Rose Reynolds. It was good. It was what I thought it was going to be. And it made me happy. Then I did our book club book, which was Altered by Fire. And it is a dark reverse harem romance. The first book in the Undercover Sinners series. Uh, it is by Tate James and C.M. Junich? Yep, I guess. (laughs) Perfect. I hope I said that right. Then, because I couldn't just stop at book one, (laughs) I went right into book two, which is Altered by Lead. And then I finished, or I started and finished yesterday Beautiful Carnage, and it is a dark enemies to lovers romance. It is by our lovely Twisted Sisters, Caroline Peckham and Suzanne Valenti. Um, That one was actually really good. It was like a Mafia one. Um, I... I have a harder time wanting to finish series when it's about a different couple every single time I get once I'm so invested in one couple. So we'll I'll probably read the next ones. We'll see. But then I'm for sure. These are the three books I'm going to hold myself to at least read it or reading two of them and starting this the other one. So I need to obviously read solace by tm frazier because you know we're recording those ones and then crescent city house of earth and blood and then also house of sky and breath those ones i'm hoping to at least start the second one and have the first one finished and it's time i need to just do it yep just get it over with (laughs) i say that like it's hard no i actually really i got almost halfway finished and i've actually really enjoyed the first one it's more so though that I'll get into it, and then it's like, my mood for the books that I want to read has changed already, and now I don't want to read fantasy anymore.
0: I relate too fucking much, okay? (laughs) So, this last week and a half, I read Adrenaline Rush by C.M. Owens. I finished that one. It's an MC book. Um, Super cute. I'm super duper upset because C.M. Owens uh, passed away a couple years ago, so the series will never be finished, and my heart is empty. Okay, next, I read Blood of Zeus by Meredith Wilde and Angel Payne. Um, this was super good. It's a professor and student relationship, but she's a demon and he's a demigod. And, Ooh. like, it's a really interesting take. I ordered the second one and I'm reading it, um, but I can't remember the name of it, so forgive me. Oh, <laughs> uh, I read Altered by Lead by C.M. Stunich and Tate James. Um this was really good, way better than the first one, in my opinion. Um, Other than the nun dying. Yeah. <laughs> um, that sounds so bad. <laughs> it was so funny, though. Okay, Aww. next I read Ruin is the Redridge Sinners MC by Caitlin Dare. Um, wasn't really all that into it. Obviously, it's an MC book. Um, I'm not going to finish it, though. Oh, wait. No, I totally am. <laughs> I got it mixed up um, because I read two MC books this this time. But the second one, it ends on a freaking cliffhanger. This MC um, romance is a um, reverse harem. So there's three guys and a girl and it ended on a cliffhanger. And I'm quite upset. So <laughs> I need to know what happens. <laughs> okay, I think the next one is called Rage. Don't quote me on that. Um, But it's not out yet. So, next, I read Touchdown Baby by Tabitha Kiss, my obligatory um, (laughs) pregnancy romance of the (laughs) week. (laughs) Um, It was good. It was super cute. Um, He's a football player, so also a football romance. She's the coach's daughter. Ooh. Yeah. I love Um,
1: those ones when it's the coach's daughter. I'm like,
0: yes. (laughs) Oh, me too. Especially when it's coach's daughter and rival. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next, I read Still Beating by Jennifer Hartman. I will say this right now, trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warnings, okay? It is very, 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 very dark, and I'm not saying that, like, oh, it's dark because it's a mafia romance and people die. No, there are multiple rape scenes, so, like, please do not read this if that's not for you, Um, but it was a cute story. It was really hard to read, though, and after reading that really heartbreaking and depressing book. I read Melt for Us, which is a holiday masked men series by Molly Doyle. Literally, I will say this every single time. I read a Christmas book and they use like Christmas lights for bondage. Okay. Because Christmas lights get hot. So what are you thinking by tying someone up with Christmas lights while they are still on? Okay. Like, That will forever be my pet peeve about Christmas books, but it's reverse harem. There's some pretty hot scenes. It's like 100 pages, so I had to get my smut in after my heart (laughs) broke. Um, Then I read Our Violent Delights by Chloe Gong. Our Violent Ends. I do that every time. Our Violent Ends by Chloe Gong. Super good. Loved it. Uh, Way better than the first one, mostly because... (laughs) (laughs) The <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, next I read Seeing Red, which is the second book in the Little Red duet from the Cheeky Fairy Fairytale series by Colette Rhodes. The first one, uh, the first duet is Goldilocks and the Three Bears, um, so they're bear shifters, and it's set in Alaska, and I love any book set in Alaska. Um, the next one, <laughs> the Little Red Riding Hood duet, um, We've got a cougar shifter, a panther shifter, and a wolf shifter, and a human, and she is a cam girl, and um, she meets these shifters, and they like her, but there's, like, some intense shit that happens from um, a guy that she was seeing before, who is also a shifter that she didn't know about. Anyway... Really cute, really good. I liked the first one a little better, though. Maybe it's because the came girl thing was played up a lot, and that's something that I like. (laughs) All right, next I read Riggs, uh, the Kings of Retribution, Louisiana series. It's book one by Sandy Alvarez and Crystal Daniels. Super cute. Um, I love any book that has sign language or, um, like, hearing impaired or sight impaired or, like, something like that. Those are my favorite because I love the romance aspect of those kind of books. Super cute. Next, I read Wallbanger by Alice Clayton. Okay, this is the book that the faking of the orgasm reminded me of. Okay, this book had me on the floor laughing, but This girl moves into a new apartment and she keeps hearing the nocturnal activities of her neighbor because they share a bedroom wall. And like, turns out that their friends, like, are friends with each other. So like, they have to be around each other. And he calls her Pink Nighty Girl and she calls him Wallbanger. So it's really cute. All right. This next week, uh, my current read right now actually is The Secrets in Shadow and Blood. Um it's the Faye Guardian series by Lana Petrzek. Petcherzek? Yeah, Anyway,
1: like, it looks about right.
0: Yeah. Um, it's super good. It's giving me like a cross between From Blood and Ash and Akitar. Right. Um, but I'm only like 30% in. Um this week I want to finish Hopeless by Colleen Hoover, Health of Sky What? I I lisped that so hard. Did you hear that? Okay. <laughs> House of Sky and Breath by SJM. I finally got that on Tuesday, so I'm ready to fucking read it. Mm-hmm. And then I want to read Together by Jennifer Van Wick, my weekly pregnancy trope book. <laughs> um.
1: should we plenty more books added to that list, too, as the week goes on?
0: <laughs> yeah, really, though. If you guys want to discuss with us anything today or see our... Um, beautiful makeup looks feel free to uh follow us tiktok is uh, blues.library instagram is blues.library and blues.library podcast um we would love to hear from you guys it'll be a yes. blast and feel free to if you just want to talk or give advice or huh. Give, I mean, you, you could give us advice. Please give us, if us advice if you think there's a way we can fix our makeup, because obviously we are fucking novices, so. Or
1: or just fix anything about what
0: we're doing. Seriously, we're fix we're our making it up as we go. You pretty much. <laughs> um, That's how we do anything, though. You really and I, we just, we just kind of fly by the seat of our pants, just whatever. Yes. Oh. All right, so you guys have a great week. Um, Please be safe. Use don't condoms. Do a, don't use illegal drugs there. I fixed it from last week. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> All right. Bye, y'all. Bye.